welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. In this week's headlines, for the first time in five years, the President of the United States has issued a proclamation recognizing June as LGBTQ Pride Month. Congress has voted to make Pulse Nightclub a national memorial. Gay men in the UK will have an easier time donating blood. A bakery in Texas experienced hideous homophobia for saying Happy Pride. And Eli Lieb drops the perfect anthem for Pride Month. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Happy Pride Month, everyone! With the U.S. emerging from the pandemic, I'm hoping everyone gets a chance to get your pride on this year after last year's events had to be canceled. Another change for pride, for the first time in five years, the U.S. president has issued a proclamation recognizing June as LGBTQ Pride Month. In addition to the proclamation, President Joe Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden released a video greeting via the WhiteHouse.gov website. Take a listen. Hi, everyone. We want to wish you a happy Pride Month and let you know how proud we are to stand with you this month and every month. For the LGBTQ community, for our nation and for the world, Pride Month represents so very much. It stands for defiance in the face of injustice, the legacy of Stonewall, and the fight to ensure that all people be treated with dignity and respect. It's a fight that resonates this year on the 40th anniversary of the HIV AIDS crisis and the fifth anniversary of the deadly attack at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando. Pride stands for courage, courage of all those in generations gone by and today who proudly live their truth. It stands for justice as June marks the anniversary of the Supreme Court decision delivering marriage equality and protecting LGBTQ employees from discrimination. And above all else, Pride Month stands for love. Make no mistake, we still have a lot of work to do to ensure that everyone enjoys the full promise of equity, dignity, and protection. And that's especially true for trans people and for LGBTQ people of color. But we're making progress in executive orders and federal laws and and, in representation and in hearts and minds. This administration, our administration, is always going to have your back. We're going to fight to pass the Equality Act and build a better LGBTQ life for young people. Thank you for being you. And we hope you have a bright and joyful pride. God bless you. God bless you all. But wait, there's more. Vice President Kamala Harris also issued a video greeting as well. Happy Pride, everyone. Can you believe it was eight years ago this month that we finally won marriage equality in my home state of California? I was serving at the time as the state's attorney general, and I had the great honor of officiating the wedding of Chris Perry and Sandy Steer, that couple whose court case paved the way for the new law and a new beginning. And it was a magical day. 
one that was years in the making. And thanks to generations of LGBTQ Americans and leaders and their allies, over the years, our nation has made incredible progress. Marriage equality is now the law of the entire land. LGBTQ Americans proudly serve in our military and at every level of government. At the same time, we know there is still work to be done to achieve full equality. The work of expanding protections in housing, employment, and education. The work to expand protections for transgender Americans. I want you to know we see you, we hear you, and the President and I will not rest until everyone has equal protection under the law. You know, before I declared Chris and Sandy spouses for life, I said this about their vows. Through the ups and downs, the struggles and the triumphs, they came out victorious. And that is true about this movement. The same can be said about everyone who has fought and continues to fight for equality, about everyone who has the courage to live authentically and love who they love. May all Americans be victorious. May our nation be victorious. Thank you and happy Pride. Vice President Harris released the video after making a surprise appearance at the D.C. Pride Walk with second gentleman Doug Imhoff. Her participation makes her the first ever sitting vice president to take part in a pride march. Days before the fifth anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting, U.S. Senators passed a bill designating the site of the former Orlando, Florida nightclub as a national memorial. The legislation passed unanimously last week after its sponsor, Senator Rick Scott, asked that it and its companion bills be approved by unanimous consent in observance of the five years since the mass shooting. H.R. 49, the House's version of the bill, passed on May 12th. Last year, a similar bill also passed in the House, but it stalled in the Senate. As history reminds us, sadly, 49 people were killed and dozens more injured in the June 12th shooting at the LGBTQ nightclub in 2016. The national designation doesn't incorporate the memorial into the national park system, and it doesn't require the monument to receive federal funds. The One Pulse Foundation, a nonprofit founded in the wake of the shooting, plans to build the National Pulse Memorial and Museum in Orlando over the next few years. Preliminary designs for the memorial and museum incorporate the remains of the club into a garden with a reflecting pool and 49 trees, with the open-air museum planned for construction a half a mile away. Sexually active gay men will now be able to donate blood in the UK beginning June 14th, recognized as World Blood Donor Day. Instead of a one-size-fits-all regulation, clinics will now be able to discuss a person's sexual behavior on an individual basis while screening possible donors. Every donor who has had the same sexual partner for the previous three months will now be eligible to donate. This allows more gay and bisexual men to donate blood, according to the UK's National Health Service. Individuals will be deemed ineligible to donate blood if they've had a new sexual partner in the last three months and have had anal sex or possible recent exposure to a sexually transmitted infection, 
or if there has been recent use of PrEP or PEP. The change comes after recommendations from a steering group commissioned by the National Health Service, which included representatives from LGBTQ rights and sexual health groups. The UK activist group Stonewall, which was part of the steering group, approved of the change. Robbie DeSanto, Stonewall's Director of Communications, issued a statement saying, We welcome today's historic change, which will help ensure more gay and bi men can donate blood, and represents an important step towards a donation selection policy entirely based on an individualized assessment of risk. In what has been described as an act of barbaric violence, a 22-year-old gay man was gang-raped and tortured in Brazil, prompting a fierce outcry as evidence of a growing tide of hate crime in the country. The man, who has not been identified, was attacked in Florianopolis by three armed men who used sharp objects during the assault and forced him to carve homophobic slurs into his legs, according to activists there. His attackers left him in the street where he was found and taken to the hospital. He is reportedly recovering at home at this time. The local chief of police told The Guardian that his force is investigating, but there have been no arrests as yet. Lyra Sevilla, president of the Association in Defense of Human Rights, a local organization that helps victims of violence in Florianopolis, issued a statement saying, This is a frightening crime, but it's very common in Brazil. And violence not only against lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people, but also women, black people, and immigrants, is worsening. Avia, who is helping the family of the victim, added that the news of the attack had provoked a surge of nationwide reaction. She said opinion had been divided, though, with some people shocked by the case, while others justified it, saying the man was gay. Brazil has one of the most alarming rates of violence and discrimination against LGBTQ people in the world. Christian Gonzalez Cabrera, a researcher at Human Rights Watch, said that while the Supreme Court banned violence and discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity in 2019, quote, the government needs to take urgent further steps to stave off this epidemic of violence against LGBT people. Margaret Hernandez, a lawyer based in Florianopolis and president of the Gender Law Commission, told The Guardian, quote, Brazil is the world champion of LGBT murders. We are a very conservative country where there is still a lot of prejudice. Hate speech ends up propagating violence, end quote. Sadly, the statistics prove she's right. In 2020, 237 LGBT people died in situations of violence, according to Grupo Gay de Bahia, the oldest LGBT rights organization in Latin America. Hernandez, along with Avia, attributes the rise in violence partly to the attitude of the leadership in Brazil. President Jair Bolsonaro has a long history of homophobic and misogynistic comments, including telling his citizens he is a proud homophobe. Avia says, we have a president who compounded this violence. It seems that the population feels it has a right to commit these violent acts against the LGBTQ population because they're influenced by Bolsonaro. Professor Louise Mott, a gay rights activist and founder of Grupo Gay de Bahia, says perpetrators of hate crimes often go unpunished in Brazil. He said, quote, a serious problem in relation to homophobic and transphobic crimes is impunity. The police, 
for reasons of homophobia or structural incapacity, don't investigate every murder. This impunity brings about new crimes. End quote. When Confections Bakery, located in Lufkin, Texas, lost a large order after posting a picture of pride-themed cookies on their social media, the owners thought they'd be in for a rough month. Instead, the Internet and their community rallied behind them. The social media picture seemed innocent enough. Just six rainbow-colored heart-shaped cookies with the caption, More love, less hate. Happy pride to all our LGBTQ friends. All lovers of cookies and happiness are welcome here. Apparently, however, that was too much for some homophobes. On June 3rd, the company posted to their Facebook page, quote, Today has been hard. Really hard. We lost a significant amount of followers because of a rainbow heart cookie we posted. We received a very hateful message on our business page canceling a large order, five dozen of summer-themed cookies for tomorrow morning that we just finished decorating because of a rainbow heart cookie we posted. The owners continued, writing, My heart is heavy. Honestly, I never thought a post that literally said, More love, less hate, would result in this backlash to a very small business that is struggling to stay afloat and spread a little cheer through baked goods. So if you love our cookies, we'll have an overabundance of them tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow will be better, end quote. After that post was shared by tens of thousands on Facebook and Instagram, orders poured in, as did long lines around the block to buy their sweet treats. Within hours, the shelves were bare, and then they had to close to bake more. And when that supply was exhausted, customers just started donating money to the business. In a new Facebook post, the owner wrote, All this attention on our small business is very humbling. Makes me nervous. Those who know me know how shy I am. In the 11 years we've been open, we've never seen anything quite like this. We, my sister and co-owner Miranda, and our fabulous baker Felicia, are just so humbled and grateful and moved by this outpouring of love. The last several people in our shop put money on their credit card just for us to donate because there was nothing left to purchase. End quote. While the sisters say they're not set up to ship baked goods, they've decided to donate the money to local animal rescues after asking customers where they'd like their donations to go. Way to go, Lufkin, Texas, and the Internet. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with your friends. I like to think of The Randy Report as the 60 minutes of gay news only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. I'm going to close out with the latest from acclaimed out singer-songwriter Eli Lieb, who dropped his awesome new single, Boys Who Like Boys, not only right on time for Pride Month, but for every day. Eli finds his way to the center of his songs with an uncluttered focus and gives voice to what I think of as the every gay, as opposed to the every man. Not only do his lyrics swagger like a boss, but Eli knows his way around a strong hook and when to drop those stadium drums for maximum effort. It just all works to great effect. Thanks for listening, folks. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time. When I was younger, no one could stop me from acting.
knows who I was there Was no pretending Lord knows the things I did Then I got older A little stronger And I'd hold hands with guys And walk around the cold concrete With a wall of judgment eyes So what's your problem with me? 